This is the Jocko Underground Podcast number 16 with Echo Charles and me, Jocko Willink. Also joining us tonight, Daryl Cooper. So here we go. Good evening to you guys. Whatever. All right. So I was reading. I don't know. I don't know what um, particular wormhole I was down in this situation. But I was reading this article. I ended up reading this article. Something called the Ash Experiment, run by a psychologist named Solomon Ash. I want to say this is like nineteen early nineteen fifties when this went down. And so we ran an experiment. Which experiments are kind of underrated, and I think they used to be able to get away with all kinds of stuff. <laughs> this one isn't bad, but they—they mm-hmm. they clearly uh, maybe that's a good maybe that's a good one for for the unraveling podcast. Just look at some gnarly psychological experiments; they're out there. Yeah, our medical experiments. We get into Tuskegee, the syphilis oh, yeah. experiment. Yeah, that's you freaking feel, nasty. Feel a little bit of national shame for a moment. <laughs> that's a horrible, horrible one. Um. All right, so this experiment was set up like this. Uh, they had eight people in a room. Seven of the people are actors, or they call them confederates in the, in the psychological world, but they're actors. And one person out of these eight is the subject of the experiment. And so then they get, they get asked a question, and this, this particular experiment, what they did was they, they had, they, they described it as a vision test or a perception test, and they had a line by itself and then there was three lines separate, separated from it, but near it, and they were of different lengths, and they were numbered one, two, and three, and you'd look at the line that was by itself, mm-hmm. and the question was, which of the other three lines is the same size as the line that's by itself? So it's a real simple, straightforward test. Um, and that's what they do, and they'd show them a bunch of different lines mm-hmm. and a bunch of different other lines. And then they'd ask one at a time, they would ask, okay, which one is it? Is it one, two, or three? And they'd go down the, 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 the seating, right? So they're all sitting at a desk, like a, like a long desk. They're all sitting there facing these lines. They put up the lines, and then they go left to right. All right, what do you think? And it's an actor. And what do you think? It's an actor. And they, all the actors answer first, and then they have the actual subject of the experiment. So sometimes the the actors would all give the wrong answer. And when they did that, guess what happened? 30 something, 32, 35, 37% of the time, the subject would give the wrong answer too. Yeah. He would just get influenced. When, they, when the actors gave the correct answer, there was only 1%, it was actually less than 1% deviation. Less than 1% deviation. But when the actors, you know, when the when the when the correct answer is, you know, line number two, and all the actors go, oh, line number three, line number three, line number three, line number three, they'd get to the subject, and the subject would go, oh, yep, line number three. Thirty-five yeah. percent of the time, when it's when it's, and and I saw the images. It's not. It's really clear. Yeah. There's there's not much different. You know, there's not much. Uh, not much debate yeah. about which one of these lines is like this, or which one of these lines is the correct answer. So, and they got to ask multiple times, and so 75% of the subjects, so 75% of the subjects conformed at least one time. So yeah. almost everybody that went in there, 75%, at least one time conformed. Oh, they were doing it over and they over. They did it over and over. Like yeah, they asked, you know, 10, they'd show you 10 things. Yeah. And, um, and then and here's another point on this. When they ran the same experiment, 
but they would have one of the actors out of the seven give the correct answer, that was enough to drop the percentage down to only 5% instead of 35% of, of conformity. So they get done with the experiment. They did some interviews with the people. Um, and well, what do you got so far, DC? Anything, anything so far? Yeah, I got a couple of things that are very interesting about this. Uh, about this, I, I guess questions that I have about it. Um, one is the fact that whenever they run any of these psychological experiments, these post-war experiments where they're kind of trying to really trying to figure out how how Germany happened, right? That's really what they were trying to figure out. Was it conformity? Was it some like rooted darkness in like the heart of mankind that emerges under certain circumstances? Is that you have to disguise the experiment? in order for the experiment to work, right? If you were to tell these people, um, listen, so, you know, these yeah. people are going to say, you, you, just, you can't do yeah, it that way. That, that and would it's, not work. And there's an interesting I, I know, thing that goes to um, self-awareness <clears throat> here, you know, where if the person is like aware of what it is you're trying to get them to do, then often they'll do the right thing um, because their priority is, is performing the task that you've, you've set in front of them. Whereas if you can redirect their attention in a way, then their priority reverts to the thing that the, the mode that we usually operate in, which is making sure that we are aligned with the people around us. Mm-hmm. And um, because conformity is not not always a bad. I mean, it's not usually even a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the that's the weird thing, right? It's like we look at like uh, you brought up that book, Ordinary Men. I think you've mm-hmm. done an Jocko podcast yep. before, <clears throat> and people have commented on the fact that you know you had all these middle aged. Uh, gendarmes, German military policemen who had been brought in were doing horrible, terrible things to Jews in Poland, and the uh, the, the reasons that they would that they gave afterwards. And these were men who acknowledged their criminality and were very open about what they had done. They weren't trying to hide anything. Was that the the impulses that drove them to do the horrible things that they did were very often like pro-social impulses and mm-hmm. things that in another context were not necessarily a bad thing. Like you didn't want to leave your friends to do the dirty work alone. You know, you have, if they're going to do it, then you have to do it. It has to be done. So we're all going to do it. That kind of thing. You know, wanting to be a part of the group and maybe deferring to the judgment of others. You know, if we're sitting here right now, maybe if it's like a line is two inches and it's, you know, it's uh, measuring it against a one inch line, maybe I'd hold my ground or whatever, but there's not necessarily anything wrong with like, you guys are right there saying, no, 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 listen, we're telling you this is how it is. Mm-hmm. That my, I might really think that it's a certain way, like a different way. But at the same time, I trust and respect you guys enough to be like, huh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. <clears throat> maybe I'm wrong. And that's not necessarily a, a bad impulse. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the two things that you just talked about, because uh, when they got done with the experiment, they actually interviewed the people and said, well, what, you know, what were you thinking? Why did you say this? So there was mm, two prominent answers. The, the first one, is what you talked about, well, I guess it's, it's part of what you talked about, it's normative, inf- normative influence, meaning I just wanna be normal. And if there's a bunch of people that are saying something like, I don't wanna stand out, that's, that was most of it. Most of it was that. And then some of it was also what you're talking about. They call- so that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you wanna continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe and we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control and we're doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast which will remain 
as is free for all as long as we can keep it that way but we but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors and we're doing it so we can give you more control more interaction more direct connections better communications with us and to do that we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs $8.18 a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground